Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of Sketch Watch Play. I am John Fleury. And I'm Christopher Wade. And this is a first. It's not a first that we're recording this in person together. Mm-hmm. That's been at your house a couple of times. This is the first time we've done it at my place. Yeah, first time. Which was a kind offer from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, and it's actually, you're having a busy busy Saturday the day we're recording this, too. Yeah. You do I, have a rental car here. <laughs> I put my car in a shop and uh, lots of running around in Maryland before I came uh, before I came up here. In a rental car that made you car sick. Because you were talking yeah. about uh, car height. Is that yeah. be specific for you? Well, well, the way I'm it's because I'm a baby man, and the way tall I baby well, a tall baby man, and the way I sit uh, in my car, I tend not to be low to the the. I, I tend try I try not to be too low to the ground. Yeah. Um, because it makes me motion sick. Yeah. So I got a little higher. Uh, I usually keep my seat a little higher, but this car doesn't matter. It's just too low, and I'm mm. like, oh no, my poor constitution can't handle this. <laughs> So I'm, I'm sitting here recording. That's just a little queasy. So. If we got to pause for you to go puke, understandable. Gotcha. I'll and we'll, we'll, we'll add in a uh, please stand by. With some nice, like, uh, pleasant <laughs> elevator music. music. Yeah. Please stand by. People vomiting. As I'm, like, puking <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> and we turn, we turn up to him and knock on our door. <laughs> um, but it's, it's actually, well, first, I want to apologize for, it's, I, but I guess people have gotten used to it, especially this year, just the, how how much I space out episodes of this show. Mm-hmm. It is not intentional, I assure you, but it's just... Um, life. Yeah, and, and and please don't blame Chris for any of this, since he's still so technically a you know, recurring guest. you got a busy life of your own. I do. And we've had a lot of things going on uh, uh, commitment-wise the past couple months. Uh, and some of it I've talked been talked about online, some of it I haven't much. Um, but the one that you didn't just learn, but you just saw, um, I am now a cat owner for yeah. the first time. Uh, she's currently sitting in my bedroom over with the door closed. Not that I don't trust her or anything, but with the laptop I record this on, it's batteries busted. If the AC adapter is just, is like jostled, we lose everything. So I'm she, not. So she is a short haired, what? A tabby? Uh, domestic short haired tabby. If, if we have any listeners who are animal lovers, uh, I am too, and I've given every family pet their own Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Squawks, I've talked about in the past, the bird, yeah. my parents. At Squawks the Parrot, because he's named after a Donkey Kong character. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the family dog is at Oakley Springer, which mm-hmm. is a Springer Spaniel. Yeah. And uh, I need to I need to pull up Cleo's, because I had to give her a number, because that's not that uncommon a name. Yeah. And I couldn't think of... I thought I thought it would be really genius. Oh, Miss Cleo Cat. Oh, She'll tell your future, but... You, no. Th- someone's already got it. Uh, uh, clearly. It's so, probably the original <laughs> Miss Cleo who has it. <laughs> this is my gosh! Oh, no, future. she died. I forgot about Did that. Did she? Yeah. Oh, I thought she just dropped off the map. No, she got... She she went to prison, and I think <laughs> died in prison? I'm oh, not sure. That's not as funny now. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Miss Cleo. Unless you murdered someone. <laughs> sorry, I, Unless like, she murdered someone. I don't give a shit. She was scamming people. Okay, Fuck it was a scam. Her. Okay, okay. I feel less bad now. <laughs> Richard, Richard Williams died to uh, yesterday. Yes, I did. That's tough. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Richard Williams was. We mentioned briefly uh, he did that you know legendary unfinished film Thief in the Cobbler, which has some really amazing animation. Mm-hmm. But he was the head of animation on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, a movie that I think means uh, we've talked in the past that means a little something to you. Yes, it does. Uh, and you know we should do that on the show at some point. Yeah, we should. Yeah, but and- uh, gifted animator was continuing to do, do lessons, and also if you've ever attended animation school and gotten that book, the the animator survival kit, all him. Yeah. Very, very amazingly skilled guy. Clearly influential. Uh, big loss, but he left quite a legacy. Yeah, and it was him that I mean, before he, before he like kind of uh, condensed all the lessons in the animation survival yeah. uh, survival kit. Like animation was like this weird mystery to a lot of people, they especially were, back in like the sixties or seventies. That yeah. was kind of a nobody knew what was going, and so you got stuff like Disney, you got stuff like Bakshi. It was yeah. a weird crossroads. And so. Uh, so Richard Williams was able to like take all this information from old animators and help train yes. new animators. Yes, he, he would train people while they were working on Thief and the Cobbler. Yeah, and he would have uh, you know classic Nine Old Men era uh, Disney guys both tutor them and help out with the movie as well. Yeah, it was, he was a real 
kind of torch passer in some ways. What I really liked about some of uh, about his lessons is is like I remember watching the video uh, from the animator Survivor Kid, and he there's a point where he says like these are these are all things that I've learned, and these are all things that are tried and tested, but they're not hard and fast laws. Mm-hmm. They can be broken. You can go. At, you can attack this. You can attack animation yeah. in any way. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he's he basically said that you can attack it any way you see fit. But these are the things that have worked for me and the Night yeah. of Men. No, he he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, like both as a as a professional and just you know if you just if you would do it, hang out with him and talk these kind of things because he clearly had a passion. For yeah, him. and he's a really pa- uh, yeah definite passionate individual, and it's so great like seeing all the lessons that he's taught yeah. like be filtered out through the animation community today. And I know yeah. there I know there are people who think. That 2D animation is dead, but like, it's not. It's just it's, moved, it's moved to different places. It's thriving so hard right Especially now, especially with indie people on on. That's all that like YouTube and Newgrounds and the animation is. Yeah, um, and I feel like a lot of it, a lot, so much of that inspiration and rules, we have him to thank for it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, pour one out for for Mr. Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, spe- but cats, cats <laughs> I don't remember how we got to that. But yeah, no. So Cleo, it's interesting. I'm technically her third owner. Okay. So my sister is finishing up college over in Harrisonburg. Uh, JMU, and earlier this year she found she was. She, I asked her. She was uh, stepping out of a restaurant, and this stray kitten ran up to her feet and kind of nuzzled her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a collar, but and a little bell on it, but no tags. Okay. So she took it to her place and spent like a month doing you know everything you could think of to try and find this owner. Posters, online stuff, asking around, just looking. No one. No one. Cleo's origins are a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wasn't. I thought she was younger than she was, just because she's not that big. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Caroline was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna adopt this cat." But after a month, uh, my sister is uh, a workaholic. She's yeah. a workaholic. She's a great student. She is. She has a lot going on in her life, and she realized having a cat is too much. She, she realized I love Cleo, but I don't have the time in my life that she, that she a growing cat needs. Yeah. And so she called me up. And was like, John, I'm either going to give her to a shelter, or do you, or would you be interested in adopting her? And I was like, bring her over. Cool. Especially, I mean, this is. I think this is one of the cases where uh, living living solo is as is a plus because. Uh, we've joked about this for years. My mother is so anti-cat. Mm-hmm. Just she really. We've, we're still giving her flack when Cam was first taking pictures of Cleo. She, we were all going, "Oh, how cute! Oh, what a sweet looking kitty!" My mom just firmly was like, "Under no circumstances will that cat ever be allowed in my home." Oh my god! <laughs> and I it's, just told her like, "Why are you racist against cats, it's, mom?" <laughs> it's so it's so weird because my um my my family's kind of uh, my older family, mm-hmm. like my grandmother mm-hmm. and my parents. They're very. Either uh, stringent uh, against cats or very ambivalent with cats. Okay. Like, they don't give a shit. To be fair, my mom finally met Cleo and she's gotten more ambivalent. Mm-hmm. She's like, that is a cute cat. She said, though Cleo did some of her running, what do you call it when they run around the apartment really the, fast? The kitty zooms. Yeah. If, if you're a cat, cat owner, you can, like, Cleo, Cleo Chris has been for a long time, mm-hmm. with Serena. Uh, there is that point where they just, will, for no reason, just zip real fast across back and forth the whole house. Yeah. Uh, and my mom was like, she is so fast. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, no, she's a cute cat, but uh, she's still never allowed in my home. Aw, that's a shame. And you just met her. Cleo's a very sweet, she's sociable, a, yeah, chill yeah, cat. Yeah, very social. She reminds me of Jonesy, because Jonesy mm. does the exact same things that she does. Yeah. You know, like, Jonesy's, Jonesy's obnoxiously affectionate. Like, <laughs> uh, he sees a new person, he wants to be their friend immediately. She's kind of like that. Maybe chill about it, but yeah. she, she warms up to you real quick. Yeah. Um, and... But uh, and also related to cats, you technically have two new ones because you uh, you did your the movie you mentioned in the past. Yeah. So, uh, man, th- this past year has been extremely busy on my part, yep. mostly because one major thing happened. Me and uh, me and my wife, we moved from our place 
uh, back in Northern Virginia, yeah. and now we've moved in with her parents. Yep. Um, we want uh, well, Our goal is to save up for a house eventually. Right. So, so you still you can stop paying rent at least. Yeah. 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 So that's the goal. Right. Um, so at the moment, the, we are obviously we took our cat Jonesy with us. We had to put our other cat down, which is yes, a big shame. Simba, we mentioned the past very both yeah. very. I, I get along pretty well. Yeah. So um, her parents actually own two other cats. Yeah. One's a uh, one's a big fat black and white short hair named uh, Marvin and the other one is Marvin's a good cat name yeah <laughs> yeah, it, it is and the other one is exactly like your cat it is a short haired uh, domestic tabby named Newt um, which and, I've been asking if it's an aliens reference because yeah. you named yours after Ripley's cat uh, jo- well, j- Jonesy Ser- yeah Serena, Serena named, did I'm sorry yeah Serena named Jonesy and it's Serena's parents so no, yeah, alien so fandom might run the family it, it might and I wouldn't be too surprised now they're they're, they're all great cats Jonesy <laughs> is the most sociable so whenever, uh, so now that I've met Cleo, I'm looking at, uh, and I see her like do the little jackrabbit thing <laughs> with gets, her legs when she wraps yeah, around your arm. She yeah. wraps around your arm and she's just like, and she takes her hind feet and she just goes to fucking town. That's, that's Jonesy in a nutshell. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You were recognizing some behaviors that I was like, ah, oh, I didn't know about that, mm-hmm. but you've had cat, you have cat experience. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, on the other hand, I've shown, well, actually, no, as a whole, she's been very sweet, mm-hmm. but, uh, I was showing you on Thursday. She has a thing where if I'm wearing socks and like shorts or, or boxers, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the evening and I've got my cat exposed yeah. she like runs up wraps herself around my leg and like at best nips and at worst there's like a six inch scratch Ooh, yeah and i have not figured that out but i'm gonna be careful what i wear around her mm-hmm. you should uh, i mean that uh she seems like she's not an aggressive cat no so, she's not uh and it's good that you got a scratching post she, she'll warm up to it she is not understood <laughs> i told you she hasn't understood what it means yet she's yeah. at best using it as a, as a back scratcher yeah she thinks it's uh Odie's present to garfield on christmas <laughs> um but yeah so that uh cats happened moving happy on your end and uh, some other stuff that has, I, 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 well, maybe not relevant to movies quite so much, but I've been practicing uh, improv recently. How have you? So that came about because Patrick, my brother, Pascal from the show, yeah. he acting's in his blood. He's in love, enjoyed doing it since high school, yeah. and uh, he has, well, he, 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 so in college he moved to New York at Fordham University to study theater. He did, he did that, he did indie, indie film and TV, um, eventually he moved back because New York rent is crazy. Yes. But he, he immediately found an uh, improv troupe. Uh, I would look them up. They are w, a Washington Improv Theater DC, WIT DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a website. They have a YouTube channel where they upload uh, like every recording they do. This place called the Source Theater. And so you can sign up for a weekly thing where they're uh, members of the yeah. group. I was going to say alumni, but yeah. they uh, they teach you a five-level course of the basics of improv with the group, mm-hmm. and so, uh, which ends in a public showcase. Yeah. Uh, I finished my level one a few months ago. You can find that on YouTube. I might, I might put that in the links. Cool. Um, and I did my last lesson yesterday. We're going to have uh, two showcases coming up in, in late August. That's right. And then uh, I might not start level three right away. I've been doing them on Friday evenings, mm-hmm. which I understand how tired anybody is by the end of a work week. Yeah. And then you got to do two hours of very often very physical Oof, yeah. sta- and, and vocal stage work. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I, I've had a lot of fun with it. And it actually, uh, I don't think I mentioned this to you either because, you know, it's, it's, it's only just started. It kind of. I found out Patrick did this too. It makes sense. It's kind of made me do get interested in trying out uh, amateur voice acting nice. on some projects. I did land one that's like a very tongue-in-cheek uh, machinima mm-hmm. where a guy was doing a story about a Crusader Kings campaign. Yeah. It was all like bears called Count Cuddles and okay. like, doing the dramatic voice about the war of Count Cuddles. Oh, cool. Um, fun stuff like that. And uh, I'd also recommend to anybody if you want to either learn more about the craft of art of it or uh, – just, just chat people who like that kind of stuff. Um, I recently did, did a Discord uh, for Voice Acting Club, uh, founded by uh, Gear Buckland, who I brought up a ton in the past. Uh, 2B, I think that's the, probably the most 
the, the thing that, that you're the most connected to. Uh, me, I'm on, I'm like with Dong and Rampa. But uh, just, just a lot of fun things to talk about there and uh, casting calls and, and stuff. It's just a fun, and I'm already, you know, learning a lot. I think I just underestimated the uh, appeal of just adopting that different personality doing all these crazy voices. Yeah, and it's really fun. Yeah, because you, you're doing it for uh, the main character, the Scarecrows and Twom. Yeah, yeah. It's always been the plan, and, yeah. and I, we've talked about that in the past, too. And last year, I actually wanted to try and do it a little bit more professionally. Yeah. Around here in D.C., like it's mainly like commercial and news yes, and stuff. Yes, but you told me about the, uh, was it Melissa Lieber? Yes. Or, yeah. uh, yes, 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 yes. And she is in this area. She's yeah, in Rockland. and she's done professionally like some Bethesda games and a lot of narration, too. Mm-hmm. And I want to, you've done one of her sessions, and apparently they went really well which yeah. does like these one time workshops a bunch of yeah. people she is, num- uh, she is from what I'm told she's number one in the states nice. Nice. Uh, so she's expensive yes that's uh, the main reason why I haven't <laughs> met yet I have to save up the funny thing is I have to save up to pay uh, pay voices for I'm getting uh, Spacious the first full script is finally done ah uh, so okay that makes sense and cool. um, I'm finally going congratulations. to congratulations I'm going to bring it full circle I'm the the first plan is to get uh, Kaylee Mills to record the uh, awesome. sister's voices yeah uh, she and Kira were both cast as the leads in River City Girls. Oh. Which I'm excited about, both because Wave War makes good stuff. Yeah, they do. And that game just looks like a really fun person. They did a similar thing with uh, Double Dragon Neon. Mm-hmm. I think they're good at putting life back into these old series. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look forward to the spacious stuff. And, but I've just been kind of spreading, spreading all the things about, I've just been streaming recently and, and, mm-hmm. uh, I've been trying to get a lot more hours and to save up for, for these projects and that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, Cliff, is there anything else you want to, all I've thought you talk about is cats. No, but, no, uh, it, cats in the move. No, it, well, the cats, in, uh, <laughs> the cats in the move has pretty much been my life for the past several Cat months. Life. Yeah, but, uh, essentially, like the move was a was a huge thing. Oh, that yeah, my parents recently moved this year too. Really? I, yeah, they moved from a from a townhouse to a little condo. Now that all the kids have moved out. Okay. Um, but it, it's they're still working on it months later. So I, I have a full house, obviously, yeah. and and uh, and you know they it's and also occupied by parents. So you got to figure out the space for everyone on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're still dealing uh, dealing with a bit of a space issue uh, with mm-hmm. our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we're still we're still making it work. It's just yeah. at the moment, like uh, because I moved for, because I cross state lines at this point. Um, I'm still trying to get my car stuff together, and that's why my car's in the shop, and I had to run back and forth to make sure it's done. Because if you don't, you're a criminal. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 uh, whew, car laws are crazy in this area, and part of it's for good reason, because mm-hmm. of the high traffic and everything, but yeah. my god, it's also a fucking nightmare. Yep, yep, welcome to, there's a reason Megas XLR did a whole episode lampooning the DMV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's horrible. I hate the DMV. I hate the DMV. But, and the last thing I'll say, uh, this was... I think this might have been the reason we deleted this episode in the first place. Uh, we're recording this in on August 17th, about a month ago at this point. Um, I took my first trip to uh, California. Yeah. Well, technically second, because when I was doing journalism, mm-hmm. uh, we went to E3 one year. Okay. But literally all we did was share a hotel and shuttle back and forth between down the con, so mm-hmm. I got to see nothing. Yeah. But um, this was kind of a twofold, a threefold thing. Um, one of my relatives who I'm close with, my mom's sister, my aunt, she lived over in like the LA Santa Monica area like my whole life, so I barely really could see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to get in touch more with a lot of relatives this past year. I've like yeah. been visiting cousins and aunts and uncles who I haven't seen in a long time. It's uh-huh. nice. And two, I was uh, suffering a case of severe burnout. Mm-hmm. This was a case of because I, I still the Wario collab still going. Yeah, uh, a lot of cool stuff has happened. We've got we passed a thousand viewer uh, uh, followers. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you still got a shot uh, at some point, but I also extended the deadline to uh, February because oh we got a lot God. of work. <laughs> I didn't tell you that. Or did you forget? <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I. I really needed a deadline. Yeah, no, a lot and, of people and, did. Mo- and most um, m- most collab 
and animation collab projects, they tend to give out a lot of deadlines anyways. Yes. But my original one was November. Yeah. But I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Part of it was that a lot of people recently apply and I'm like, I, I want to be a little more fair to them. Because I mean me recently I I've taken a break because I just did uh three shots for other collabs. Mm-hmm. Uh the Donkey Kong collab, which may or may not still be happening. That mm-hmm. other that guy's been suffering burnout too. I actually saw you mentioned a guy in past the cartoon gamer. Mm-hmm. He was reaching out to him about passing the reins. Mm-hmm. I did as well, but then I found that they didn't have as much uh done yet as I was expecting. And I was like, I gotta think realistically about my workload. Yeah. Um, there's that. The uh, Sonic X collab, which is still happening. And Colin actually contributed shots for Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, and his, his stuff came out really well. Yeah. Probably the only way we'll get Chris to watch Sonic X again. Yeah. And uh, what was... was Oh, uh, this one will be out pretty soon because it's very short. Uh, the Rayman collab. I didn't know about that one. This is... I was wondering, like, what are you going to do? Like, there like, the, the aren't really... There was that cartoon that had nothing to do with the games. No, they're taking the launch trailer for Rayman Origins. Uh, it was like a minute, and they're like, go crazy with references to other Rayman stuff. So yeah. I had one of him and one of the guys beating up enemies, but I replaced them with enemies from 2 and 3. Cool. And you could also... No, you you were upset about this, because you could draw... Like, many of you could have a credits persona. I drew myself as a rabbit. Uh, in the hoodie I, I, with the, the bushy upset. eyebrows. I was I specifically, because I like to push your buttons about rabbits. Mm-hmm. Do you remember back when I joked, we had the holographic wife running joke? Uh-huh. And I was like, imagine Chris forced to get a holographic anime rabbit wife. I remember that. He would scream. I would. What, a ra- what an anime rabbit look like with like those eyes? Be, I don't want to think scary. about it, John. Do, don't Google rabbit peach. The internet already took her the wrong oh, way. Oh, yes, it did. <laughs> don't do that, internet. Don't, don't Google anything. Ever. Don't Google just specifically <laughs> female characters from kids' cartoons and no, games. No, just no thanks. Just just no, just no. <laughs> Don't Google anything yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah. But uh, so, but the LA trip. So it wasn't just yeah again burnout because of, of of trying to do all these all these things and just you know freezing my mind. Um, but I uh, also got an email mm-hmm. from a Mr. James. Uh, I cannot remember if it's Schauf or Schauf. Please forgive me, James. It's S C H A U L. No, A U L. S C H A U F. He's not looking like an elf for the record. Oh, thank God. Um, no, he is a professional 3D modeler mm-hmm. who has worked on um, Big Hero 6, Moana, Iron Man 2, and has now recently been working at uh, DreamWorks in the TV division. Worked mm-hmm. on the uh, Nickelodeon uh, Kung Fu Panda series. Yeah, he's an accomplished guy. Very. Com- you could look up his his portfolio. I was recognizing shots from the movies he did because he did a lot. He did a lot of environmental stuff. I remember when so, he. I remember when he told me when he contacted you. Yeah. So the reason yeah. was I'm not going to brag and say he saw some of the animation. It was like come here and reply. No, no. He saw the grandma videos. Oh. Uh-huh. The one like the tech, definitely the, probably the biggest thing I've done on YouTube mm-hmm. is Mimi and I watching the like the Avengers and and uh, Star Wars. Uh, I think the one that really caught attention was Toy Story. Mm-hmm. We watched a lot of animated movies. But that was the first one I uploaded. I did a recording for. Yeah. And uh, she had never seen any Toy Story movies. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, and for the record, I took her to see Coco in theaters right after I saw it with Patrick, and I was like, Mimi, you need to see this. Aww. And surprise, she loved it. Um, but he, I always have to point out like little trivia facts to her. Like, I, I, you know, I think people are, like, you know how they figured out how, the, how to make the army man walk, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they nailed shoes, planks of wood, and recorded yeah. guys in them. Um, side note, have you seen the videos going on of the, of the aerial reference? No. The live action reference they use for Ariel. Mm-mm. So, like, for like the parts, especially the parts when she's silent, has to pantomime. Mm-hmm. So, here's a funny thing. Um, I knew this because I'm such a geek. It was a woman named Sherry Stoner who worked for them at the time. She went on to uh, write for Animaniacs and voice Slappy. Oh. So, there's I... your Disney princess Slappy Squirrel. That's rad. <laughs> um, so, she, I was talking about that. I was like, and she always likes to look at the credits, like, look how many people it takes to make these yes. things. Like, she appreciates that. And I think that really, that, you know, obviously if you're James Sharp working on this stuff and I, and we've, I've shown her, uh, uh, Big Hero 6 as well. She loved it. 
and he just thought that was such a neat thing to do and that she was appreciated and she had said she had sent the invitation to her as well like if either of you are ever in the LA Glendale area want to get like lunch and a tour let me know uh, I did ask Mimi she had just taken three uh, flight trips wow. uh, one was for a wedding one I can't remember and one was to Jerusalem she was Ooh. very devout so she went and you know visited the spot where they think uh, Jesus was born mm. uh, and she was like I think I'm going to take it easy travel wise for like a year <laughs> and I was like I don't blame you yeah. you're 91 years old you deserve a break from breaks mm-hmm. um but I called my aunt. I was like, I want to catch up with you. I want to talk to this guy. And I want to just see what this place is like. And L.A. is wonderful. It is. I was really, really... It's a really nice place. Expensive uh, as shit, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, And as much as like... Because I've actually had started to think about uh, both saving up and doing more professional work to relocate somewhere. But where exactly is up in the air? Because obviously California's a big place for TV animation and the like, but it's also expensive and competitive as shit. Yes. So we will have to see what comes to that. And I'm also going to look... I think... I, I, I mean, right now my money is on... I'll bet it'll be someplace that surprises me. Like, I always... I'm always surprised when I look up, like, uh, like game or, or studios I like, and I'm like, oh, they're in, like, Idaho? Yeah. I'm like, who knows? The, the, um, it's weird you brought up, like, like, uh, um... Like a studios, yes. No. I didn't see missing link. Nobody did. You, you, you brought up James, um, James contacting you. Yeah. Um, like, out of nowhere. Yes, like, literally. Like, yeah. And I, had, I, had, I was not reaching out to anyone. He just sought out the email through the YouTube or whatever. Yeah. It, was, it was incredible. And it, was, and, and it wasn't because of your animation work. It was no. because of these videos that you did. Uh, um, of, Sharing movie making. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of people, like, really piss on uh, YouTubers and creators and co- well, content creators. Sometimes for good reason. Yeah, for good reason. But specifically for exactly what you were doing. For uh, reaction videos, well, not reaction videos, but showing their grandmoms or showing their grandparents new movies or movies that you know mm. are already in public consciousness. I think I actually she got spoofed by Pro ZD, her Smash Brothers video. Did really? You see that? No, I didn't see that. No, well, we can watch it later. Okay, it's but, really short. Yeah, but uh, she was not the first grandma to guess names. I think she was the first for Smash Brothers. And he did a pretty funny uh, roast of it. I, I got another one for Pro CD, but I'll, I'll talk to you in a yeah. second about that. But um, my point is that I see. I mean, of course, there are people who 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 shit on like content creators for doing. The, you know, my grandparent saw this thing, and this is yeah. the reaction video to that. And I'm like, yeah, but you also see what that does, right? You also see that you know these content creators are not only generating traffic and you know providing a good thing right. for the audience, but also getting like real big namers to come and be like, hey, you're showcasing our stuff to new viewers and you're doing it in like a really new and kind of modern way. And that's cool. In positive ways. I'm not, I've never shown her anything that I'm like, I think she won't like this. Yeah. And that's why I like people like show her the prequels. I'm like, I'm not sure, guys. Uh, the prequel, that, that's one thing. Yeah. But I mean, from from what you did and you uh, you were really conscious about how you did it. Yeah. Um, I also know her triggers. So like, no, we're never, she's never going to see Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and, and that, that's also smart. Like, you, 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 you went about it in a very, like, conscientious way. Yeah. And James saw, um, James obviously, like, caught that hint and was like, you're showing him, like, all of our work. You're showing her all of our work in a really cool way. And that's amazing. And she's enjoying it and she, she wouldn't have seen it otherwise. Yeah. I mean, so if you're a content creator out there and, you know, you feel kind of, Jaded because you know the criticisms and and all the all the feedback out there is like. Well, in should, my case, I'm my own worst critic. You know that. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're an artist, yes, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, and some of us. That is a very common. Thing. Yeah, uh, if you feel like the world is wagging its finger and thumbing your nose at you for doing something that doing something that you think it's fun and it's not harmful to anyone else and you're doing it in the spirit of showing someone a good time mm-hmm. fucking keep doing it because I mean you got invited to fucking DreamWorks yes, yes. and uh, one uh, I, you remind me of my favorite Cash Don't Dance quote I just want to do what I love doesn't yeah. everybody yeah but two again props to James Shoff because 
I, I did not really know what to expect in terms yeah. of the tour. Um, now, I will say, obviously, I did not go in, get to go inside the studios where they were work, working on stuff because I would be breaking embargo. Yeah. But I did get to see, one, their entrance, lobby, slash room is really beautiful. I was showing you pictures of it. Yeah, yeah. They had a bunch of bookshelves full with uh, concept art and maquettes from all areas. So it wasn't just newer stuff. I saw, like, uh, you know, obviously, you see, like, Kung Fu Panda, uh, Madagascar, Trek, but there was, like, the Crudes, uh, Over the Head, one of the most underrated movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rise of the Guardians, their most underrated That TV was movie. definitely their most underrated And, movie. uh, you were telling me, uh, I saw, I haven't seen it. I, there was one, they had a McKenna Spirit, which yeah. you just saw for the first time. I saw Spirit for the first time a couple months ago. Yeah, and yeah. R- 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 my wife loves Spirit. Yeah. So it looks I'll, very pretty from what I've seen. Yeah, and so I sat down, I'm like, alright, let's do it, let's fucking do also, it. Also, Adventure Time Fans, that's how they came up with James Baxter, the horse. Mm-hmm. James Baxter was lead the animator on, on the character. Yeah, yeah, and, and the movie is beautiful. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, Despite the superfluous Matt Damon narration. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% on Matt Damon doing the narration. Uh, I think the movie could have carried, uh, apparently carried it supposed to. Yeah, but, I, the movie is good. I mean, yeah. if you're a fan of animation, even if you, or if you're a fan of horses, and even if you're yes, not, there are a lot you, of horse fans. Yeah, I'm one of them. And even if you're not, if you just want to sit down and cool off and just watch something beautiful, Spirit yeah. is a good way to go. It seems a more easygoing movie than even their other 2D stuff at the time. Yeah, like compared to like Prince of Egypt, it's like this is like a horse. <laughs> Side note: oh. uh, You mentioned Rise of the Guardians. Yes, and unfortunately for me. Uh, before it came out, I shot. A, I, no, we I sh- talked about this in Spider Verse. Yeah, Peter Ramsey. That was his first movie. Yeah, I, sh- I shot. I on yeah. Ra- Rise of the Guardians. Yeah, before it wasn't mobile. That's why I bombed. Yeah, well, uh, even before it came out, like I was really like very critical of it. Yeah, I, I expected like, nothing from it. Yeah, but I went and saw it, and I had a good time. It's, I love it. <laughs> I've said it someday we should do that episode, yeah. episode on that because there's so much I have to say. Yeah, and there still is, and. Uh, and Jack Frost is still like an icon on Tumblr. Ja- uh, Jack Frost is definitely an icon, but my favorite character was actually the Easter Bunny. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, yeah, being Australian and yeah. just badass, and it was that's a cool design. And the way his his relationship with Jack goes throughout the film. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite parts is that outburst he has, which would never. It's like it's like it hurts. Yeah, and Jude Law. That's one of like, the most underrated villains. Ooh. Is Pitch. Yeah, someday. Yeah, but uh, so so James and I. He both gave me a tour of the outside thing, which was very pretty. Uh, thankfully, it was a nice sunny day. It had, uh, they had some like, full character size maquettes. One of Shrek, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of Poe, yeah. like the kid, so I got a picture of. They had koi ponds. They had, I think it was cute how they would incorporate the uh, the Boy in the Moon logo. Yeah. They had some uh, shrubbery shaped like that. Mm-hmm. They had a clock shaped like that with the hands shutting out on nice. the sides. And the nice thing was, guests are allowed to go to, a ca- to the cafeteria they have open. Oh. Um, got to see, you know, get, get a look at like their workforce and kind of gave me confidence because I'm hard on, and I talked about this too. One thing I'm hard on myself on, and you know this, we, you know, we, we kind of were in the same age range in college a decade ago. Uh, I did really badly, so I kind of just fell out of it for a long time because uh, I was I, I was a big uh, lost confidence. And then, like three years ago, something in me was like, "No, no, I'm getting back on this." Uh, but I've been a bit hard on myself because I'm a guy starting in his 30s. Yeah. And obviously, it's very easy to go on Twitter and something and see like a 20 year old who yeah. is like already just got it all figured out. Yeah. And I talked to James about this, and it turns out he had a similar story where he. He was curious about it in his college years and early 20s, but he spent a decade in the Air Force. Yeah, okay. Which is, on, I'm not, not going to shame anybody for that, obviously. No. He did some very cool technical, technical stuff there. and But eventually, that, that, that drive was, he didn't want to ignore it anymore. He started practicing again, and now he's professional working these things. And we talked about a lot about the craft and the industry. Like, he talked about, um, like, like, you know, you don't, it's one where, like, you don't do it to be a millionaire, you do it because you love it. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm not, I, I'm not big on, I'm not, I'm not doing stuff to be rich or famous. I don't want to do stuff because I like it. Yeah. And, uh, and he talked, and he talked about other stuff like unionization. We were bringing up stuff about like, cause that's, that's been a hot topic in visual effects in games. Cause we talked about like the crash of Telltale or, uh, Rhythm and Hughes before that. Mm-hmm. People did like Happy Feet and Life of Popeye and just abruptly gone. Yeah. And, um, but it does sound like there's, that's become a more 
that's had a spotlight on it more recently, so we may see some stuff coming from that. Yeah. And and just talk about, of course, I thought of Iron Giant and yeah, <laughs> my, my inspiration. I remember if he said he had a one, a, a single inspiration, but he did bring up. I, I, just, I, I know it's cliche, and, and I know that uh, people are tired of hearing it. And, you can say it. Uh, but, Whatever it is. Um, it's never too late to, um, to start again. Yeah. Yeah. I should also bring up, um, I guess I learned a similar thing when I went to MA USA last year. Uh, I mentioned this. Karen Strassman. She's done a ton of voices. She's the uh, she's done live action work as well. She was on Weeds. Uh, she's been working since I think the nineties. She's the current voice of Rouge. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a couple characters in Fire Emblem. Uh, I believe she's the current voice of Melina in Mortal Kombat. Nice. Um, That's my favorite character. Okay. Uh, uh, awkward silence. Really? I, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna talk favorites. We're gonna talk favorites. Um, we're getting there. But uh, she had a panel about you know getting she because it was one of like this isn't just about acting. It's about a lot of these media or, or those sort of you know public industries. Uh, she started when she was around our age as well, and the thing that blew my mind was, you know, taking a job that requires a bunch of script reading, and she's dyslexic. Oh. She talked about that. She talked about stuff with other, with other, other people that she talked about, about it, and she backed up the same thing. She's like, I think she, I think she said, like, the only step she can make is if you're a senior citizen who wants to be, like, a neurosurgeon. No shit. Because then you'd be, like, Dr. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I always try to remind myself of those. So if you have, if we have any listeners who are, who are, I've actually talked to one guy like that on the WarioWare, uh, Discord. Um, he, he recently left it, and, now, one thing is, I was recently surprised to find, because he's been uh, reading, he's been, uh, we're, we're going to move on past this stuff, I promise. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. He is a big Disney buff, and one thing he's been doing is buying uh, Laserdiscs of, he's really into the golden era. Mm-hmm. Like the third, like the, the era where Walt was alive and yeah. making. Um, he actually got me to watch, don't take this the wrong way, he was like, I want you to watch the cartoon parts of Song of the South, Pongus. Okay. And he was like, I know about the movie as a whole with problems, and I actually don't like live action parts, they're pretty boring. But uh, he showed me. And have you ever seen the animated parts of Song of the South? I have. I was surprised by how how much they stood out. Like they were very Tex Avery-ish. They yes. like like I did not. I don't think of Disney back then doing like the more Madcap type of stuff. That's totally what it was. And I was I was laughing. And I was also surprised to find out they actually did an all black cast for those. Yes, they did. I'm sure there's still some problems you can point out in terms yes, of that. There is. Such, <laughs> but I was like, I'm. I there's a little more to this than I originally thought. There, it's a very complicated film. Yes, that's but, why um, you don't see it. You see it the honest. But um, but there's no denying that the animation work that went into it at the time. I and mean, of course, you don't see very much of it. Right well, it's now. Disney, but yeah. but, but um, his point. He he started talking about he would do like some drawings, and he was like, I I, I suck at this. And I <laughs> I talked to him about it, and I found I was like, okay, he, actually, no, I didn't ask him because I had no idea how old he was. Like, oh, I'm 16. I'm like, dude, dude. You are pretty much on the same scale as I was at your age. So if you think my stuff is pretty good, keep at. I, I started telling him like I recommend some books and artists like online. I told him like a former Disney animator, one of my uh, idols, uh, Tom Bancroft, mm-hmm. who uh, his brother co-directed Mulan. Yeah, and he designed uh, Mushu. Yeah, the Bancroft and, brothers. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, and he does. They do a podcast. I haven't listened to it unfortunately, but he does like an Instagram and stuff. He's done a lot of cool sketches. He's like superheroes, original characters. I think he started the trend of mermaid. We draw uh-huh. mermaids in May. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, he put up some really neat stuff recently where. He went uh, with Eddie Murphy instead of them bringing him coming. He had a home studio he recorded. Nice. He went there and didn't just. It wasn't just like they recorded him. He sketched like Disney style characters of Eddie Murphy performing the dialogue huh. on to get an idea of how to translate it to Mushu. Okay. So um, I remember the one time I got him to do a drawing request, and mm-hmm. I'll tie into our first. This is our time to transition to our first topic. Mm-hmm. I told him, "Hey, have you heard of Kingdom Hearts? You draw the main character. Mushu's in it. <laughs> nice. That's like I'm to draw. Uh, He's done a lot of like what ifs with Mushu and Mulan. Cool." Well, but, uh, before we get into our yeah, our, our I want to see if you have anything else to say about about, about general stuff. Well, there um, uh, recently um, I got I finally got my um, I, I've been backing Kickstarters left or right, and I probably yep. should stop doing that so often. Um, but there is one um, that I did that was uh, that was been really beneficial. It was from the Irvington Brothers. 
Um, they did. You've seen these tutorials before everywhere. Mm-hmm. It is the how to uh, how to think when you draw series. Oh. So, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, it's always those like little one shot panels of you know here uh, here's how you think when you draw hands. Here's mm-hmm. how you think when you draw water splashes. Mm-hmm. Well, they come in books and they're on, yeah, and they're on. I think they're on their website. You have to join the mailing list, but they you can get their, them. Yeah, on their Kickstarter. Um, that's how that. that's how I got them. Nice, but apparently like. You can still get them. They're not available on Amazon or anywhere else. And if you're listening, uh, I mean, of course you are, because obviously we're still talking. But if they're like, get to the games and movies already. <laughs> we are, we are. I promise. I, I had time something to be able to say. It's a good point. <laughs> but uh, if if you're looking for, if you're looking to improve your skills and if you're looking for like a, a, a new some guidance, yeah, some new guidance and a new set of resources, they have over 200 tutorials Legit. on their site. Um, uh, on their site, most of them are free, so you can just go there right now okay. and check them out. But if you're looking for the books, um, you'd still have to go to their site. I forget like the exact way and how to do it, oh. but they're amazing resources and you absolutely should. I know what I'm doing tonight. I'll also say I emailed James because obviously if you're doing sculpting, mm-hmm. uh, like any form of animation, you have to take anatomy into consideration yes. in human form and that is my uh, Achilles heel. Not mm-hmm. just well, that in hands and feet like many people, yes. but I asked him what is because uh, I had asked him about that as, as an anime, as a three model, he was like, hey, that's something he's doing some, some fundamentals of. And I said, what are some books you would recommend? He showed me this one, which you can get on Amazon or through the website. That's a good one. Anatomy for Sculptors, Understanding the Human Figure by yeah. uh, Aldis Serrans. Uh, very good. Just It's because not even, there is stuff about like listing all these things. I was like, do I have to know all the names? Like, no, just be able to identify them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a, that is a load off. That's been the most intimidating thing yeah. in anatomy. Be, be able to like remember all these names. You don't really need to. You but just, you it's should one know. thing I've been looking for. So many, like all these body parts from every angle, all the expressions, like mm-hmm. just the best for represent practice and yeah. hundreds of pages of it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend you check it out. I've been trying, um, I've been doing like a, a, a lot of, um, I've been abusing Shenshi stock. What is it? It's Shenshi um, stock, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it's a it's a pose and reference run by the Sailor Shenshi. No, but <laughs> they do they do a lot of Sailor Moon poses, which is really cool because obviously they know their audience. Yes, um, but um, they have like a lot of really like cool poses and references mm-hmm. um, that you can download either on a thumb drive, which I think I still have, and I might uh, and I have downloaded to my um, to my Computer. local drive. Yeah. And they have a Twitter account. Oh, so. There you go. There's nice. a lot of resources for you guys. I, and s- side note, I think it's funny because I'm just realizing since we started the show, we've both deleted and started our Twitters over. Yes, we did. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had our business card. It was like, here's Behonkis and uh, Chris Stop the Wade. Mm-hmm. And now it's Behonkis and Seaway the sequel. And now it's got to be Behan Art and Seaway the sequel. Mm-hmm. Long story, we had our reasons yeah, that follow yeah. us there. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I think we should move on. But I will say two other things I wrote down really quick. I want to do on the, on the downside, on the upside. On the downside, I will say one thing I've noticed, past couple of months, uh, a lot of people we've praised, shitty stuff happened. I kept talking about, oh, I ran this pro Jared guy at E3. What a nice guy. No, he's in his dicks to girls. Oh, boy. I'm not going to get to the stuff with his wife, because that's all nebulous, but the, uh, the other stuff. Um, I don't ever hear about Jim Cummings. Did you hear about the thing with his ex-wife? Yeah. Didn't I, he win that case? Yeah, I hope it's not true, because apparently she he, she claimed like he abused her and pets. Yeah. Um, but we may, we may never know the, sequel, the answer to that, but it's, cal- it's calmed down, so for now... Still very talented actor, and still I want to watch the the uh, Sonic OKKO OK episode because mm-hmm. you know they had to, to do a joke with Lord Boxman. Of course, of in, course. In, 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 oh, in speaking of that, okay. So I've been pretty quiet about this one, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out there right put, now. Put whatever out. Uh, so uh, recently, uh, um, recently found out that Chris Niosi was a, big, a bit yes, of a dick. Yes, that's finally it. Finally got to him. Uh, I've been uh, I've been trying to stay away from that because obviously there are other people who who deserve the spotlight and should say shit about that. But I was like. 
re- like you remember, I was like really. Yes, I, 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 I remember really, too, and it, the same thing happened with uh, Andrew Dickman. Well, we well, I was really uh, admirable of Neosi's stuff. He's done, good, yeah, he's done good work. Yeah, and, like well, he's doing the game. I loved all of his parody stuff back in the day. Well, I. You throw a lot of money on his Kickstarters. <laughs> you didn't know. Uh, I mean, I didn't know, but uh, who? Well, finding out all this stuff uh, um, like uh, like uh, like months ago, I was hey, like, "That's on all a professional the money level." It sounds he's kind of starting from square one. Yeah, Nintendo already recast him as the Fire Emblem. Of course, movie. yeah, that, um, that that had to happen. There was no getting away. From actually, that. you know, what I've heard was the official reason. He broke his NDA about on Discord. That's what it You're was. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. But I think they were like, hey, we got a twofold reason here. Kind yeah. of the same thing. Like, Vic Mignogna didn't break any NDAs, but he's still gone for other reasons. Yeah, fuck that guy. And you still, <laughs> you still got people arguing with you about him. Yeah. That is... <laughs> I, I don't want to Google anything about him on Twitter anymore. In, t- in college, in, co- in our younger years in college, mm-hmm. when, uh, with, uh, uh, when we went to cons, when I went to cons yeah. with my then-girlfriend... Did, friend, he, did he do something weird? No, no. But oh. friends were telling me, stay away from that yeah. dude. No, I had heard for years that he was egotistical. Yeah. But it went, far, it went farther than that. It went farther than that. Sad thing is, I remember when I went to Otakon a decade ago, I went to a Q&A panel with him and Steve Bloom, and they were quite funny. Yeah. But uh, at least Steve Bloom, so far, seems, seems pretty... Steve Bloom seems awesome. That's the thing. I don't want to keep saying nice people's names. Like I'm like, <laughs> I just praised Kira Buckland again. I praise some call me Johnny. You praise Kyoto Animation. They got set on fire. Oh my god. Are we, are we cursing people? Oh, oh no. Not, should we just not? If we, are we going to get uh, Marvel, Kingdom Hearts, and, are we and, jinx, are and we Mortal Kombat all canceled? You know what? I wish Kingdom Hearts would get canceled. Okay, on that note, let's do the segue. <laughs> let's do it. Sora, you don't believe that. I know you don't. Chris, Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3. I've beaten it. What about you? I have not beaten it. You put it down. I put it down. Not because it's not fun. Because it is. I've gotten up to the Monsters University level. Monsters Inc. Mo- yeah. Scare uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've gotten up to the, 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 the other Pixar level. Yeah. And the game is fun. But I keep wrestling with the idea that I've been waiting 15 years for this installment. Mm-hmm. We're on three and they started at one. I'm sorry, not 15 years, 17 years. This game came out when I was... Yeah, this game came out... Yeah, Yeah. uh, this game came out when I was 17. I'm 34. I was going to say, Kingdom Hearts 3 didn't come out when you were 17. Oh, no, 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 Kingdom Hearts 1. (laughs) You you know know what I mean. Yes. The the first... Half your year, half our year, our lives have passed. We we went through call... There have been Mm -hmm. Marvel movies that have started and ended. The MCU started. Yes. (laughs) And and the storyline... A bunch of game trilogies like Mass Effect started and happened, yeah. God. Uh, I can't... I can't let go of the idea that the Kingdom Hearts story is just a bunch of retconning nonsense, and it's well, you're it, not wrong. Yeah, and it's 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 not it's not mysterious to me anymore. It's just it's just gobbledygook. You, you've lost your patience. I've, yeah, basically, yeah. like I've been willing to like you know, okay, let maybe me this time. Let me ask because obviously we we go back to our Kingdom Hearts retrospective. That was a fun episode because we had some different perspectives. I I have a high tolerance for its BS mm-hmm. and it's it was it's been getting gnawing over years. But that you hate the organization and I like a lot of those guys. Did you beat the Monsters Inc world? No. Did you see what happens when a Benita shows up at the end of it? Um, I don't think I did. Okay, so but you beat the Toy Story world. I beat Toy Toy Story was awesome. Would you say that much? Woody having anime roasting Kazaor. <laughs> my guess is nobody's that ever shit was loved. Cool. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Now that's the thing I thought. Like even though you still got organizations superficially popping up in these levels, they, a lot of the things they do, I thought had a they were more interesting than what you would do in two where it was just them talking fighting like um, the one in, in, in Tangled knocking Sora out and turning Gothel into a tree uh-huh. uh, the one in you can get the pirates level uh, it has a best defeat where Jack Sparrow breathes on his face and he falls off a ship <laughs> <laughs> and 
did you get to? And Venice appears and Sora says, let me guess, it's the part you come out of a portal and say some nonsense? I have gotten to that part, but I'm glad that they're acknowledging... But they didn't change it. No. (laughs) I'm glad... I'll just say, the way that world ends, he is beating the shit out of Sora. Sully sneaks up behind him and roars, just picks him up. They throw him into an open door. Mike, Mike turns the door off and picks it up. Throws it into another door. Picks the door up. That's <laughs> cute. Like, it's a total Monsters, Inc. way to defeat a guy. That's cute. It's great. Yeah. Um, and I, so that's one thing I'll say is, so yeah, I've beaten the game. And did you watch any of the stuff that I sent you about the ending? I did. And then I watched uh, a summary of okay. all the... I forget. So I told, I told I basically told you you could jump to the point where the last couple of bosses are. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, spoiler mode here. So, But we both agree the game is really cool good gameplay-wise. Yeah. I, I think... think, I, I think by itself, uh, uh, I mean, if you're into Kingdom Hearts, you know, cool. Yeah, if you're into Kingdom Hearts combat. Yeah, I think that the Keyblade form changes mm-hmm. and being able to quick switch with them and upgrade them individually—that's like the smartest thing they did for this game gameplay-wise because it, it managed to keep things very fresh. Yeah, but I think there's different classes. Like this one's more strength. This one shoots projectiles. This one turns into a hammer, claws. Like it's just you're gonna have favorites. Yeah, I like the I like Toy Story uh, Keyblade. So yeah, far. I love the the well, not just one too, but the uh, the claws. There's that in the Big Hero Six one. It's great. Mm-hmm. And the I think the the Single one, which does like the projects, like, like the mirror yeah. sort of you make. Like you, there's like fun strategies you can do with Those these are things. Cool. Though if you play on default, people have complained. The game is very easy on the default. Very, the game is like each. You can tell with each number Kingdom Hearts, they tone things down. But they have since patched in uh, proud mode mm-hmm. or no critical mode. I think is the hard one. Okay, if you really want to test your your mic- even on Hercules, I'm getting slaughtered in that level. Okay, yeah, no, the, the, it's a lot of fun to play. And uh, I will say, so high points of levels was I think yeah, both Pixar levels and. Uh, Big Hero 6, uh, and I think part of that is because I think I've realized I used to want them to be really faithful to the movie. Now I'm realizing that's to the, to the, to the detriment of like mm-hmm. the writing and the freshness of it. Yeah. Especially in Tangled and Frozen where Sora's like, they're on the sidelines for the whole movie. Yeah. Frozen didn't really do much. I no, mean, that was the, that, I've said that, that and the Hound Deer were the low points for me. Yeah. The, so I was really curious to see what they would do with Frozen. They did jack shit. Yeah. The abominable snowman part. Cool idea. I didn't but want as my partner. I wanted Elsa and Anna. <laughs> there, there, there's nothing to do besides that part. You're just climbing on mountains, which you're is annoying. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's you're annoying. Ice labyrinth. And I like Lark's scene, but they gave her jack shit to do. Ser- uh, Serena was uh, Serena, my wife was was watching me play the Frozen level, and they replay the Frozen uh, anthem. They, they, yeah, yeah, they, it's they, tired. They just recreate it, and every and now and then it cuts to them. Look at that. <laughs> and Serena's like, "Are you?" Fucking kidding! No, me. <laughs> that sounds like, a cash cow. Yeah, that's 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 it. And I'm Sequel like, coming out this year. There's going to be an equivalent. No, I have to say that the trailer to Frozen looks 2 great. Looks fucking great. They're, they're they are legit making the movie I want to make. I was like, I want them to go somewhere else. Mm. I want a darker tone, mm. and I want to see other people with elemental powers. Yeah. here, here, here. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it, it, like the way that the trailer is set up, like there's no narration. There's no there's, there's a little no, bit. There's no grand exposition. No, it's no. just. And it's just you trying to figure out what's happening. It looks like it's kind of like more high fantasy. I'm down with that. But you get that girl who looks like, like, flying the leaves who looks like Aloy from Horizon. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I want to fire. And you see fire. I'm like, I want to fire Bender villain. This is, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, yeah, I'm more I'm than very interested. interested. I'm, I'm more interested and hyped for Frozen 2 than I am for Kingdom Hearts 3, which did nothing to hype me for Frozen okay. 2. So, <laughs> oh, well, well, no, they just, they didn't do anything new other than Han showing up with no lines and turning into a giant wolf. I hate it. I hate it. I want to fight Han. The sword. Okay, it. so moving on. Uh, oh, but yeah, Big Hero Six was also a really fun level. I guess you, and you didn't get to it. That's what that and Pirate shows a lot. No. I think I like Pirate Two, and that helps because I hadn't seen the sequels because I think that's one's pretty faithful too. Well, particularly the third one. But that was the the ship combat. They do a fun some fun stuff with that. That's the clo- that and Big Hero Six are the closest to open worlds too. Mm-hmm. You get to sail the sea and go around like San Francisco, yeah. find all these things. And and Big Hero Six is also it's like a sequel to their movie, much yeah. like uh, Monsters Inc. And they got the personalities right. They're cool, and they and the voices back and stuff. And it's just like. 
I've I've rarely seen Kingdom Hearts get personalities wrong. Rarely. Um, well, th- th- I mean, I think it's more common problem is not giving certain characters enough to do. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you're like, why is that character there but not that? Because we complain like, where are the uh, where's the tavern from from Tangled? Or when I when I was playing Kingdom Hearts three, yeah, uh, I had my friend, uh, I had my high school buddy, we were best friends for a while, mm-hmm. and my brother um, Tyrone come in, yeah, that's and nice. they and they played it, um, and they didn't, they were like. Chris, you're being too critical of this game. And I'm like, okay. So I had things to say about it, but for the most part, I ran along with it. And uh, certain things they had a few issues with. Oh, yeah. But the biggest thing that they did not like, and maybe this is different later on, but I, I'll let as, you know. As far as I know, there are no Final Fantasy characters. Yes. In the no, no, no. There is a uh, Cactuar reference. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, no Cloud and the like. They're I'm completely on. That pissed people. That that, did. that pissed those two off. Yeah, and I didn't like, care. They, they were like, but... nope, we're not buying it. So apparently, um, people asked uh, Tetsuya Mura, like, hey, what's the deal? He said there were a couple reasons. Um, one, back when they were first making Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy crossovers weren't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Now we get a city equivalent every couple months. Uh, two. He's like, again, we're trying to wrap all this up. We've got a lot of characters to, take, to deal with. Mm-hmm. It just put, if you put the Final Fantasy characters there, it's even more muddled. Mm, I'm not so sure about that. Well, the, we still don't know where Cloud and Sephiroth are. Well, that's that's fine. You don't need Cloud and Sephiroth. I mean, they're fan favorites. So I, I've been assuming like we're going to see Lightning. We're going to see Noctis. Here, here's my, here's my issue with that. And we're going to see I'm Old not, Daddy Boyfriend. That's well, an old. Yeah, that, that would have been cool seeing the 15 guys. But here's yeah. the thing. Back in. Radiant Gardens or whatever the fuck they're calling it Call now. Route sixty six. I don't give a shit. They're they're uh, that that's where uh, Setzer and Vivi were. Yes, at. and uh, and what's his name from eight? Uh, Cipher. Cipher. I said Setzer, but they're it's pretty Cypher. similar. They're similar. Yeah. No, Setzer from six. He's yeah. the champion. So those those Final Fantasy characters not there. They're not there. But they have, they don't have as much bearing on a story as Cloud and Seph, or as Cloud and Squall did on the earlier yeah. games. Squall's crew with Yuffie and, and Sid and Aerith. They're, they're the, those, those, if they're gonna have any Final Fantasy characters, it should be those four. I love Nomura's character designs, and I think that sure. Final Fantasy VII is going to be an amazing game. The remake is sounding good. I'm not confident that he's that great a writer? No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm trying... I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to be nice. But, okay. Because I do love uh, the things that he come up, comes up yeah. with. But well, let's going, get into... Let's oh, finish first, then we'll, we'll get to the well, ending. When I get to Kingdom Hearts and uh, I, I feel my patience waning so thin with... Like, you know, time travel and amnesia and alternate selves. Out, uh, alternate selves. How many people are living in Sora's heart? How many, get, get 12, three. how many 12 whole cruxes does, uh, Master Xehanort need them. to make? And I'm like, we need to, we need to rein it in. Okay. Well, <laughs> if the ending is any, is any inclination, they might be. But okay. So, so let's get to, so you didn't play this, but I sent you like, basically, I, I think I complained about this in the last episode. They saved them all the big stuff for the end game. Yeah. So after you finish all the levels is when you finally go and say, find Aqua. Mm-hmm. And she in turn shows where Ventus is. Mm-hmm. And so you've got two of the three Birth by Sleep guys and they're like, and so off screen, Kyrie and Axel finish all their training. And then you'll meet back with the unsaid and, and try to piece stuff together about some other people. And then it's like, all right. So I will say, I know you don't like the, uh, so, do you remember who Sayx is? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm shaking my head he's uh, the, nondescriptly. He's the <laughs> very stoic blue-haired one with the X on his face. Oh, I remember that dude. So, he, he was played by uh, the same dude who played Saito on uh, Roni Kenshin, I he's think. He's also uh, uh, 
the Jin in Shampoo and Shampoo. Oh shit, he is! Orbot in Sonic and Shadow. Oh, I didn't know that. My favorite, Don Patch, the Angry Orange Sun, and blah 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 blah. Okay, so what is what is that voice actor's name? Kirk Kirk Thornton. Okay, hello. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so Sykes, he was one of my least favorites for a while because he was one of those that's just all serious and nothing else, like mm-hmm. no gimmick. Three, I maybe they were like, let's pick one of those serious guys and flesh him out. Because in Birth by Sleep, he had been friends with Lee back in the day. And there's actually, there's actually like, they, they meet before the final battle on the clock tower. Mm-hmm. And there's like this setup between them. Like they're, I totally shipped them now. Cause <laughs> Axel was, they were like both at each other's, you know, throats now about their allegiances and such. And Axel was sad that he'd lost his friend. I, and I, so when you kill him, mm-hmm. so the idea is for the, for the, uh, returning members at least, they actually point out, it's like, well, you're going to be whole again. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the Xehanorts who are, you know, you're killing them. Yeah. Um, and, it almost feels like they the ending was more interested in giving thoughtful sends-offs to the villains than the heroes. Yeah, uh, I, uh, to some degree, uh, not even to some degree, I, I will say that as much as I have, as much disdain that I have for Organization 13, mm-hmm. the best thing about them, I think, be, uh, uh, besides the whole like mysterious, hooded, cool design yep, gimmick that they cosplays. have, um, they are highly shippable. Yes. Like, there, there's, yes. There, there's so many, like, good relationship threads that you can yeah. make with those characters. We talked about, like, everybody wanted to hook Rock, like, uh, Axel up with, like, the underage girl heroes. I'm like, no, put him up with, with Sex. Yeah, put him up with these other dudes. They're, like, they have so much more going on for them. And I'm like, don't, don't give them a plot because in this story, they don't need it. Yeah. Stop putting well, so them So the nice thing is, a lot of them kind of, when you, when they're dying, they have these sort of, they, they, they admit stuff that they were feeling they went off. So did you watch, uh, Ansem and Zemnis' deaths? Antsman's Eminence's death. Because the idea is, after you finish all the... So uh, so let's get to spoiler territory. Um, when you're doing... The, the whole ending is like a basic boss rush against the, the first the, the smaller members, then all the Xehanort forms. I gotta remember who Antsman's Eminence... I know who they are. Give me a second. Zemnis is, is the nobody. Yes. Ansem is the heartless from one. Right. Stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you got old man, and then you got hot young teen from time to yes, time. Yes, yes, okay. Um, and so you're, 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 you're able to bring back in the process Roxas, Shion, mm-hmm. uh, and Terra... Mm-hmm. Free them, get them out of Sora's hearts. They find they they built artificial replica bodies for yeah. Roxas and Sion. Don't question it. Uh-huh. Um, but in the process, Riku's evil clone from Chain of Memories comes back to help him fight past evil Riku from Kingdom Hearts One. So you got three Rikus, I two of them are evil. Yeah, I remember this song. Uh, and they both okay. go away. Uh huh. Um, they both go away. <laughs> Zen, this is a thing. Uh, I will say, uh, I feel bad for anybody whose favorite character was Kyrie. She got shafted very, very hard in this yeah. game. Barely any screen time. Most of it is getting kidnapped or killed. Yeah. Um, so Cr- crash th- dummy Kyrie. Th- there are two points in this game where uh, an organization member. Uh, Sora in the Toy Story world and then carry the end grabs them not even by the arm by the Keyblade and they do not let go they just go like they kind of squirm a little like ah they might as well like hey don't do that <laughs> they, they, they both have to forget that if you let go of the Keyblade it rematerializes later on mm-hmm. yeah um, and so by the time you get to the last fight it's uh, Sora, Riku and Mickey versus the Xehanorts. Okay. And they're nice enough, every time you kill one, it pauses for a cutscene. Mm-hmm. And you just assume all the other members went off screen to take a coffee break. Like, yeah, you have your goodbyes. Yeah. <laughs> but they are really good goodbyes in the cases of, of, of Ansem and Xemnas. Okay. Xemnas starts to admit about feeling some of the emotion that he was not supposed to have. Ansem, that one I was curious about because he's the one villain we've had since day one. Mm-hmm. And I remember you really liked him back when there was less stuff going yeah. on. And there's a, there, it almost, that kind of feels like they acknowledge, like, Riku is saying, it's weird, in a funny way, I'm going to miss you. And Ansem's last word, words are, it's time to move on. 
Yeah, I think that's the good. I think that's the applicable. On the other hand, Jan Zaynor just keeps trash talking you, like, "Yeah, you're not going to make it out of it." I'm gone. Yeah, I'm like, "Fuck you, dude. Goodbye." <laughs> but okay, so you get to Zaynor, and he's been saying, like, "So yeah, there's this prophecy. If you these guys fight these guys, it's going to form the X Blade, uh, pronounced Key Blade. Key Blade. And he's like, here's the last time when he pulls a pipe carry and kills her. It's not the Key Blade. It's the Key Blade. I'm like, X, the symbol of Key. And I'm like, we can't see the subtitles, you idiot. Just say X. I turned up the subtitles. Just yeah. say the cross so, blade or something. He brings out Kyrie and kills her, which makes Last Heart. Sora flips out, mm-hmm. and Kingdom Hearts opens. Yeah. And But uh, they decide to, I don't remember how, through some Gabaluk, they're like, well, we'll use his time and space powers against him and shoot at him, which makes a portal that take, takes him. And Sora and Doofy now follow, the others try and contain the portal, and they're in that sky city, Skala Kayam, mm-hmm. which I will say, beautiful area, you only get to explore it, because that's where the whole last boss takes place. Yeah. First, he his horror cruxes, and then a crazy bunch of battles where he puts on like a goat helmet, and, uh, I will say one really cool thing. There are two cool things they do that are kind of meta. First, uh, are you aware of the Shadowhearts the mobile game? Uh, what was it called? Unchained. Un- no, they don't say it. There are two early on. They're really cool, cool, almost like Endgame era. It's like, like co- coded or something. No, that's the DS game. Okay, go to sucks and play. Um, but there's a part where they're surrounded by Heartless, and Yen Sid comes out and like rains thunder on these dudes. Nice. Okay. And finally, he actually fights. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the you know part in the sea motion from Fantasia. Yeah. And then at one point, you're like the, the, the thing that finally takes out that big storm of heartless that you know kills everybody in the trailer, and that's what happens. Then Sora wakes up in limbo and uh, uh, time travels with Jimmy Cricket and makes things better. Cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, they're about to get fought. Then this great thing happens where I guess in that game they had a contest. Like if you rank high enough, send us your username. We're going to incorporate it in some way. Mm-hmm. And thousands, I guess, a wave of, of, of a stream of Keyblades come on, and you see the phantom of one of the guys from that game saying, need some help, and you get on it, and every special move is a username. Like, you're, you're spamming triangle with all these lasers. It's like, X-Wolf, X-X, and, and the way they, they're, they're saying is that, like, I guess the idea is that all these Keyblade users from thousands of years ago briefly loaned their powers to the future for a great cause. Neat. And no. I actually, I, as someone who barely played the game, I was free, like, and it's this really cool moment that looks up on YouTube. I, I wish, I, I wish that I had, I, well, first, the time I, and the care. Well, yeah, both. You get, you, you got, because I said, you, you get, just, if you watch and watch all the last cutscenes, you'd be there for two hours. I, I haven't even, um, I haven't even gotten to Smash. Or, I, I gotten to Smash. <laughs> clip that audio clip out. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to Smash. Um, Side note, Banjo and Smash. I did hear about that. That's we, fucking amazing. Remember when you were, you were saying, I was listening to the past episode, we were like, that's not going to happen. Oh, boy. And you still didn't bought Smash, but Banjo was what tipped you over. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so, can, so, so, so I haven't had time to play Smash Brothers. I haven't had time to finish off my run in Mario Maker 2. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we're playing that too as well. Yeah. And I, 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 I just, uh, I'm a vid- my video game time is not great. No, it same. hasn't been for the past three months. Yeah. So uh, wh- I keep looking at my PS4 and I'm like, should really finish Kingdom Hearts 3, but I really have to finish animating, and it's like, fuck, I can't do anything. So I get to, um, so that's why I stopped at Monsters Inc. Monstropolis. Oh, yeah. Mon- Monstropolis. So I remember in Kingdom Hearts 2, we had that gigantic laser battle where, where when you're fighting Xehanort. Oh, Xemnas at the end? Yeah, Xemnas. Yeah. And, and that shit was great. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. Uh, so when you talk about, uh, uh, but unfortunately, I don't have the. I don't have the, the 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 life experience, so to speak, of playing that part that you're talking about, where all the names show up and the keyblades. No, no, that part's really easy because you just spam the triangle button. Well, I, I can't. I was about to say, well, so was that part where it was the laser battle in the Kingdom Hearts okay. two, but now that I think about it, it wasn't that easy. Mm-hmm. So I don't. 
I, I don't doubt that that part you're talking about is really cool. Because I, I can envision it in my head, and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. It was very cool. I'll never get to it anytime soon. Well, YouTube the rest of the game. I, I, I will. But uh, so, the, okay, wrap it up. So, again, one of the most surprising send offs is so when you beat the other meta part is during the last fight, before the last part, Xehanort knocks Sora out and does the game over thing with him floating in a black yeah. void. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, if you have your PS4 controller speaker on, the screen starts pulsing. You start to hear Don Goofy yelling for him to wake up mm. and getting louder and louder because they got his back. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, he gets up to do one last counter. They basically do a power struggle beam against him yeah. on PBC. And so the ending is Xehanort letting all those You get the sense he's dying from his wounds. Yeah. So I, I'll say it ended like I hope. Sora beats the shit out of a feeble old man. Mm-hmm. Donald Duck and Goofy murder an old man. I'm good. Yeah. That's that's what I um, want. And he's saying, like, I, I've been some person lately. He's got a Thanos idea. He's like, he has been let down by a civilization and he wants Kingdom Hearts to start fresh and him to be like a new ruler to show the right way. Oh, and Sora okay. schools him like, like he gives like in a Sora speech, both like uh, a good leader knows where what is appropriate for him to do, and like and he's like, Who's, what kind of person is that? I was like, it's not you. The world needs someone to stand up and lead, someone strong to stop the weak from polluting the world with their endless darkness, someone to dictate their destiny. If so. You are not that person. Yeah. And then everybody finally comes down, comes down to this board. Like, we've got him hard to figure it out. And Xemnas is about to go, like, no, I'm still going to... I mean, not Xemnas. Xehanort is still yeah. like, no, I just want to do this. And then Mark Hamill steps out of Terra. That's right, yeah. Ericus wasn't dead. He was just sleeping in his heart. Yep. That's like, just like everyone else in But the I game. can't believe they got Mark Hamill back for, like, one minute of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was recording something Star Wars related. And they were like, hey, do this too. Yeah. Um... And of course, it's been flashing back the whole time to him and 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 Zaynord as hot anime teens. Mm-hmm. And there's a very sweet moment where that's the one to finally get him to. He said he picks up the keyblade and goes enough, and that's what gets Zaynord to finally be like. He actually like hands it over to, to Sora, like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. And then he and he and uh, Eric kiss pass away. They, they turn to teenagers and a lot hearts to fly away because that's what death means in Mark. Yeah, that's what um, death means in Square. <laughs> but that's not the ending. So they go back, and then Sora's like, okay, well. Uh, we got everybody else back, but... Uh, Kyrie's dead. Well, that's the thing. Shion says, because she was you know linked to her and Sora, she's like, I'm getting the sense that she's still somewhere. I, mean, I don't know where, but I don't know where. <laughs> okay. And so Sora's like, well... I mean, we didn't just see Xehanort uh, like, like slash her in her spine or whatever, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you're never really dead in Kingdom Hearts. Mm. I'll bet we're going to see Xehanort come back. Even though, so it, it was Riker Hauer as a replacement. He just, mm-hmm. he just passed. Yeah. Uh, and the books of Minnie Mouse just passed as well. Yeah, that sucks. It was married to Mickey, who I talked about. Um, but uh, the last scene is, you know, this whole thing, the power of waking, the power of waking to sleepy hearts in you. And then Mickey's saying, like, yeah, but she's she's not in you. This is, you're going to abuse this power, and you're, it, it's unpredictable. And he's like, I got to try. So the whole thing, we get another ending montage to the, the new Tata Hikaru song. Things are pretty happy. Um, I actually got to pull up here. Did you see, so they, they resurrect Nominee finally. Yeah. And the part that made people crack up was Riku goes outside, and we're driving the gummy chip and gives her his hand. And people were like, remember Inside Out, the helicopter pilot? Let me see this. <laughs> Come, fly with me, Katina. We got a hole. That is cute. Oh, because now people are shipping them because it's like, this This game pretty firmly is like, no, Sora and Kyrie, that's a thing. Yeah. And so the end is them all, you know, relaxing on the island and, uh, you know, things are good. And they all look up and Sora's coming back with Kyrie on the palm sheet, they always are. And they're like, oh, yeah. But then it cuts, she's tearing up over something. And... I don't feel so good. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Sora disintegrates. Yeah. The end. The end. Credits. Like, what? Holy shit. Yeah. Sora's dead. Well. Unless. Unless there's an after credit scene. Yeah. And there are two. One twist I liked. Another thing. Oh, yeah. Pete Maleficent were in this game. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Yeah. You never fight them. It comes to nothing. They're still looking for this box. That was the 
tribute of like the Pebbles of Pebbles short from the from the mobile game. And there's a we still got one organization member. We got Zigbar. Zigbar, my favorite I one. Really, I like Zigbar a lot. Yeah. Um, and it turns out he is a reincarnation of that one of the messengers who went off with this box from the Master of Masters. Uh-huh. Um, and they're still all curious what's in the box. I'm hoping it's either Gwyneth Paltrow's head or Marcellus as well as his soul. I was just about to make that joke. I okay. hope so. Yeah. And that's what Pete and Melissa have heard for this whole time. So clearly it's... And then these those those guys with the Animal Mash show up and be like, so the assumption is these are the new villains. But we'll have to wait for... I'm like, is it going to be Kingdom Hearts 4? Are they going to do a spinoff? Because here's the thing. All the previous spinoffs were on handhelds that could do PS1 or PS2 type graphics. It was easier. That's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. They got to do at least, you know, switch like 360 level graphics, even on phones. I'm like, Either that or we wait 30 years for the next installment. Yeah. Well, Zaynor, like, I almost called him Zaynor. And more is like, I gotta make, I'm going to finish every installment of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And you see them like, how many are, are there going to be? They're like, we don't know yet. <laughs> Give us 50 years. Yeah. Because like, we skipped, well, a lot of people forget, but we essentially skipped the console yes. generation. With, we are probably never going to see what a PS3 360 Kingdom Hearts game would look like. No. Or a PS5 generation. We'll probably be on PS6. I don't, maybe a spinoff. Maybe, maybe a spinoff. Maybe. I, I, actually, I, think, I don't know. Because right now they're working on DLC. Yeah. Which I was very curious if they're going to do another movie. It's all playing as like organization and yeah. Roxas and the like. So, so you like, know I'm very Chris interested. Chris day one. <laughs> I, was, I was still crossing fingers for Zootopia level. Mm, that would have so, been cute. Side note, Mimi saw Zootopia in theaters with grandkids. She didn't understand the, the subtext until I mentioned it to her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'm going to keep my opinions to myself on that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, Kingdom Hearts 3... Uh, I still recommend it, and uh, I'm still curious to see where it goes, but I've also uh, come to terms with the fact that it's not going to make the leap in writing quality that other stuff like Final Fantasy has. No, I, and I got, uh, I've said it before that everyone by now knows my opinions about Kingdom Hearts, but I still, having played three, I do think it's fun. Very fun. And I don't, th- I, even though I miss, I miss seeing Final Fantasy characters cross over. I don't think it's a good excuse that they're not there. I they think might come back. I, I, like I said, they, sure, they got to wrap some stuff. I'm it's sure they'll come back, but I'm saying in terms of three, if you haven't played three, give it a shot. Yes. yes. Play, let me, let me put it to you this way. Play past the Hercules level, because I was not a fan of the Hercules I, level. That's right. That's all you had done. Yeah. <laughs> by, by that point, I was not feeling the yeah, game. Yeah, But... When I got to Toy Story Entangled, then I was down. Yeah. And yeah. And, and only when I had the time. But the, those levels were ridiculous, and I had fun. And you gotta, you got to do the Big Hero 6 and Pirates levels. Trust yeah, me. I'll get to the, I'll get to those. But, again, if you haven't played this game, and, or if you're into Kingdom Hearts, I mean, obviously, you've ha- you already have this game. You're having fun. But if you're, if you're new to the series and you want to know what all the hubbub is about, give it a shot. And if you can stomach the acting, may, oh, I'm sorry. If you can stomach the story, uh, no. And some acting. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Your mileage may vary on some of the stuff, uh, on some of the, uh, on some of the presentation. But I think that the gameplay itself is really fun. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to say acting because I think. Uh, and if you're just, if you're a fan of Disney, particularly their, their, their modern films, you're going to get a lot of yeah. cheats. I personally think they, uh, like most of the acting is okay. Except, you know, I'm going to keep that one to myself too. Okay. But, uh, I th- Kingdom Hearts three is fun. Play it. Uh, the end. That's why I have to say that was don't the, don't was at just, me. That people are gonna at you now. I know. You said. <laughs> this is almost as complicated a discussion as Kingdom Hearts lore itself. Uh, it, That's hard to do. It, it, it it's not as hard because I mean I do have conflicting feelings about this series. Good. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. 
I'm done with Kingdom Hearts. At this you need to make another one. You're not going to touch it. No, right. I, and, I'm, and I'm still in. I, I've seen the secret, uh, the secret movie, and it looks cool as shit. But I think that that little in-game commercial that they made with the Toy Story uh, that Rex, Rex. Rex, yeah, that shit was cool. If it wasn't connected to Kingdom Hearts, I play it in the heart. Well, did you see the secret ending? I did see the secret. They were going to tie it in somehow. And I don't want. I did don't you hear want... about the crazy background behind it? What is it? Okay, so Nomura was originally attached to Versus Thirteen, the original version of Fifteen. Yeah. Apparently, what they made in the final version was pretty different from what he did. Mm-hmm. And so apparently VRM Rex is him sticking it to them and being like, I'm still going to make this game somehow. I'm just going to make it Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not for it. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. I am, I am not for it. I mean, because the, the whole thing with 15, I mean, in my opinion of 15. We know, oh, yeah, go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. It, it's changed drastically from when I first played it. Yeah, so, it went down. Yeah. It's uh, primarily because of the writing. Primarily. So, I mean, and obviously, like, uh, no production is... Well, I can't say no production because there have been there, 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 there have been productions that have been hampered by one person. <laughs> but and I don't know, uh, I wasn't there, so I can't say that Nomura was the the bottleneck for it. Because, I get the sense he is. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. At the same time, he made a fun game with three. He did make a fun game with three, but I mean, uh, from some of the from some of the, the news articles, it was like at some point he wanted to make fifteen a musical or something. <laughs> chuckled and I was like that explains why he wanted to let it go yeah, and, that explains why he made Little Mermaid Kingdom Hearts 2 a musical and, and I'm like oh, uh, I, I, oh, I, maybe I'm we should move on from Kingdom Hearts what I'm saying is is that when it comes to Kingdom Hearts I can't do it anymore I've waited 17 years for them to get I'm to out. this point um, There's and there have been better games there have been better stories there have been like I said there's been gen- the MCU started <laughs> even Square I feel like uh, it, it, Nier is their new critical darling yeah and Final Fantasy 14 yeah and uh, Final I, I keep seeing a lot about Final Fantasy 14 yeah no so it's good far. I've tried yeah. it so I'm, I, I'll keep an eye on Nier I'll keep an eye on Final Fantasy 14 I'll keep an eye on Kingdom Hearts for you I'll keep an eye on Final Fantasy 7 because I'm actually not a big 7 fan no but the remake looks good the remake looks awesome E3 impressions are positive too I'm I'm willing to give it a shot oh yeah I'm staying away from Kingdom Hearts alright alright so his heart will no longer be his guiding key no no sorry guys I'm a heartless now now I'll just have to commit Sudoku and get it out and get it out the way did you say commit Sudoku this is that was a joke so the summaries that I read or that I watched, it's someone made this joke, uh, and I forgot. I forget. We, we gotta move. I know, no, no. Someone made the joke that Sora commits Sudoku, and then his heart came out. Oh yeah, and I, and I fucking died during <laughs> that shit. <laughs> if anyone knows wh- who that was, it was a YouTube video, and he, he makes like all these crude yeah. drawings of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah. It was a really like. It was a really like matter of fact, very sarcastic. Sword uh, it, yeah, and it's it's like, and then Sora does this, and he's all like, "Man, I have to do the heart thing." And then Sora commits Sudoku and frees Kyrie, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and I fucking died. Sora goes, "Omg!" And commits Sudoku wow. with his Keyblade. Ansem and Sora have a good old fashioned anime showdown. You know, Sora believes in himself. Ansem turns into a boat, and the player mashes X a lot. All right. Beautiful. I had to get that out of my head. Uh, he died just like uh, Record Howard and Rusey Taylor. He died. Can I mean, it's sad. <laughs> you don't, no. He died doing puzzles. <laughs>
That's how Professor Layton's gonna die someday. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Sora goes to Riku and is like, Well, spit me out like the pit of a palpu fruit. I can't believe we all made it back in one piece. And Riku goes, You do remember Kairi died, right? Oh, yeah, but if I bring her heart back, I'll be lost forever. Where does it say that? It says right here in my dramatic endings for Dingus's book that I ate for lunch. So Sora brings Kairi back to life and fades away. Later, nerds. And just then, Namine walks over and starts breakdancing. Ow! 